At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Now McDavid in the game zone. Back to CeCe and back in. Anderson with the save. Puck still loose. Stop chance. Anderson's there again with a big save. As CeCe tries to bring it in. Now Kane with the turnover. His pass too far for Yamamoto. And Carolina survives and gets it out of the zone. Now CeCe gives it up. And the Canes natures with speed. Wraparound chance. Tries to center. Not out. Ahu with the steal. The Svechnikov. Svechnikov. He's got a seam. The pull for it. He'll score! Oh, that's the magic! Andre Svechnikov! He stays red hot. Lighting the lamp, and the Canes have tied it at one. He's just with the intercept inside the Oilers' blue line. Kokaniemi across the shot. Right on rebound by Svechnikov. Kokaniemi second chance. That goes wide. Oh, Svechnikov set up Kokaniemi perfectly. Now another chance. That's hammered right With the latest great egg. Kane kicks it, but Burns is able to play it. And Svechnikov will come in and score! What a shot! Andre Svechnikov cuts into the Oilers' lead. It's second of the night. Kane's trail 3-2. Anderson with a good stick. Knocks it away for Ajo. And Ajo's thinking offense shorthanded. He's got Terabine with him. Ajo shot right up. Rebound by Terabine. Can't get the stick to it. Oh, the Kane's almost come up with a shorty. Dry side on the other way for Edmonton. 50 seconds left in the penalty to Nate Anderson. Comes out in that danger zone. He gets caught there. Puck still loose empty net. No score. Ryan Nugent Hopkins taking advantage of the loose play from Frederick Anderson. And Edmonton goes up 4 2. Sometimes you get a bounce of the ball, or in this case, a bounce of the puck. Your lucky number comes up. The game's down two goals here. Aho trying to push it out front. This place is golf. He scores! Hat trick! Svechnikov on the power play, and the Canes are back within one. Brent Burns, his drop pass, and away comes Nations. Now he finds Ajo with a seam, back across, they score! Oh, that is picture perfect! Marty Nations from Ajo on the power play, and the Canes are back within one. Pushed into the Edmonton zone, Ajo with a steal, and Campbell with a huge save! And Sebastian Ajo had the game-tying goal on his stick. 20 seconds left here, Slavin's pass. For Ajo, he'll send it across Kotkaniemi. Kotkaniemi looking for Svechnikov. His pass intercepted. And the Oilers are going to have a break on an empty net and score. As Connor McDavid and the Oilers ice this one with an empty net goal. 6-4 Edmonton with 8.8 seconds to go. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Unfortunately, the joke only lasted three days or three games, if you will. Well, maybe you can't go 81-1-0 
without first going 3-1-0. and Doesn't really hit the same way, does it? Hurricanes fall in Edmonton by a 6-4 score. Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Leon Dreisaitl, all great for Edmonton. There were other players who were really good for Edmonton, Edmonton as well. Zach Hyman was good. I thought Edmonton played well. I thought they forced Carolina into a lot of mistakes. Carolina made a ton of them. It's not to say that Carolina wasn't good tonight at times. I think they were very good tonight at times. They were good offensively for the most part after the first period. I didn't like their first period. Uh, I thought Carolina was really good from that point on. Andrei Svechnikov, his first regular season hat trick. Sebastian Ajo, three assists. Martin Natchez, a goal and an assist, but he took another bad penalty. I mean, it's a bad penalty. It was, it was an unnecessary penalty, and also it didn't have to be called. Like, Leon Dreisaitl is like 225 pounds. Martin Natchez didn't knock him over. Like, that is just a joke. Anyway, sorry, my fault. I don't need to... I don't need to... Excuse me, it's late. I don't need to editorialize everything. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Call Sammy Hanna and his crew if you want to find, if you want to make your home more beautiful on the outside, more energy efficient on the inside. My gosh, they do great work at AluminumCompany.com couple of quick things. We're going to do this. Uh, Corey Lavalette, North State Journal, is going to join us. Also, The Athletic. He's everything. Uh, we're going to do that, and uh, we'll talk about the game. We'll talk about some players, because this is what we do. So, honestly, why wait? Corey Lavalette, North State Journal, and The Athletic. I don't know which uh, where you're representing right now, but you represent both very well. I appreciate your time, especially at an insane hour. Uh, I think we both have to be up soon. Um, all right, just ballpark. What did uh, what were your thoughts on? Uh, I think an exciting game. I don't know if it was. I don't know if Rod loved it, but uh, what were your thoughts on six four Edmonton? Yeah, I thought it was kind of an ugly game. I mean, a lot of mistakes that good players take advantage of, and that's kind of what happened, right? I mean, it, it didn't feel like a well played game. I was kind of surprised that all the Twitter chatter about let's do this in June, and I was like, if, if these teams play this way in June, they're not going to they're going to be on the golf course in June. <laughs> um, I didn't I didn't think it was a particularly well played game, but you know you got a lot of skilled guys out there, and obviously Svechnikov was a monster, and uh, McDavid's going to do what he does, and so uh, you know it was it, it was entertaining, but uh, not particularly well played. Certainly not the way. You know, at least the Hurricanes want to play. Edmonton would love to get into track meets with with good teams, but that's not the way the Hurricanes want to play. Yeah, I mean, I talked about it in the um, in pregame and everything that Carolina's game, their identity is goal prevention, and what they did today was had nothing <laughs> nothing to do with goal prevention. It was there was just a lot of loose play. I mean. I didn't think Freddie was particularly great. He made some very good saves. I mean, if Freddie wasn't, the, I mean, I just think we'll, we'll just say Freddie was a mixed bag tonight. The giveaway to Ryan Nugent Hopkins was a slow-moving car wreck. I didn't. Uh, you could see that was going to be a problem because the puck uh, was going to just meander through the trapezoid. Um, Teravinen has been. This is now four straight games where he really hasn't been very good. I I don't think. 
Um, and I asked this of Shane Willis, and I'll just start here with players. I asked this of Shane Willis in the intermission. Uh, Brent Burns, to me, has been fine. I don't think he's been great, but maybe I'm maybe I'm expecting him to be amazing right away, and I don't think he's been that. What what have you seen from him tonight and otherwise? Yeah, I mean, I think he's still trying to trying to figure it out a little bit about you know what this team does and and when to be aggressive and when not to be aggressive and you know it can t- it can take some time in this system yeah. and I you know I think both he and Dylan Coughlin probably set the bar way too high in the, in the preseason, you know, they both <laughs> came in, had, had huge games, you know, right. Uh, you know, you know, Brent Burns is going to be okay. He hopes Dylan Coughlin isn't the next Andrew Hutchinson and just has a big preseason and then disappears. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think there's, you know, I, I think there's just stuff to be figured out there. You know, they, they move the power play around, uh, before the Seattle game, and they really, you know, those guys haven't played together at all. They, uh, you know, you know, certainly Natchez and Aho have played together, and Svechnikov and Aho, but Burns hasn't played with a, a few of those guys because the power play was pretty much kept the same the whole preseason. Really, the lines were kept the same the whole preseason. Yeah. So, I, I think there's just some stuff to figure out there. They're playing like every fourth day. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think they just need to get in a rhythm. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not too worried worried about him, or, yeah, or Teravainen for that matter. You know, he'll he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's actually very similar to what Teravainen did last year. He got off to a very slow start, and then just sort of uh, Trip Tracy likes to say he built a game. I think Teravainen kind of built a season, um, but I mean, he had opportunities tonight. I mean, he had a, the rebound off the Aho try uh, when they were two on one, shorthanded, and I think. You know, a month from now, that's an easy goal. That's a goal in the back of the net. Um, mm-hmm. But he just, I don't know, heel of his stick uh, looked like he didn't get all of it. I don't think Aho got all of the shot after the steal with about a minute left. I mean, I know Campbell had to make a good save, but I don't think Aho uh, got a ton of it. Adam Golden Studio with my friend Jeff Monsine, who used to be the owner-operator of the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. His dad was as well. Sammy Hanna's now in charge. Let's talk about windows, or are they winders? I like to say winders because you winders, look like a winder guy. Yeah, but if you're thinking about custom-made windows, bay and bow windows, garden windows, double-hung sliders, all the windows are insulated, super energy efficient, tilt-in for cleaning. Give the aluminum company a call. One of the great salesmen will come out, give you a free no-obligation estimate. Ryan can tell you a little can bit more. Can I talk more. to one of the great salesmen? Yeah, talk to him. I have Ryan Monsine here. You know him. Do you have a favorite window? We do. My favorite's the double-hung window. Like Jeff said, it tilts in, easy to clean, and it's Energy Star rated, which means it's going to make your home a lot more airtight, a lot more energy efficient, too. Very good. I like airtight. I like energy efficient. And I like the fact that you called your dad, Jeff. Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham, 800-672-4348 and AluminumCompany.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Andre, 
Um, I think he's ready for the start of the season. You? He's a monster. He's just a beast. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, the the first goal, that has got no business going in. I mean, right. obviously, it's a laser beam, but, but, you know, Jack Campbell, I don't know what exactly happens there. Uh, and, and, like, you know, you mentioned Freddie. I didn't think either goalie was particularly good. They're, they had their moments, but, you know, usually when there's, 10 goals on the board at the end of the night, you're like, well, the goalies weren't great. And that's right. kind of what it was. But, um, yeah, I mean, such is uh, you had a feeling this year. I mean, I don't know. There's, there was something different about this preseason and he just looks, uh, he looks like a monster. And I think, you know, I think playing with, you know, Kokinemi's not getting a lot of the points, but I think playing with him is really benefiting both those guys because, mm-hmm. He's just a straight line player, kind of. He's, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of razzle dazzle to him, and that's almost good in this situation. Get the puck to the guys who have the talent. Go retrieve pucks. Do all that stuff. Win faceoffs. I mean, that's what you need. You know. <laughs> yeah, I've liked I've liked Kokaniemi. You know me. You and I have talked. Mm-hmm. I my my opinion of Yesperi has not been very high. But I have liked what I have seen from him. He probably wasn't as good tonight all around, but I thought he was certainly good tonight. And that line has been great. And I don't think that line is 100%, Andre. Uh, it's probably six, 65%, Andre, based on the way he's playing. But, I mean, he's scaring the hell out of teams. Uh, but I think KK's been good. And I think, for the most part, when he's not taking silly penalties, I didn't think the penalty tonight was... I think it the the cross check on Drysidle that Natchez was whistled for. I think that, I mean, it was it's callable, but I don't think there was a ton there. It's also not callable, but it was also unnecessary. Natchez didn't have to do that. All he had to do was get in, you know, get his body in position, and he doesn't have to do that. To me, that's just a lazy penalty to take. Yeah, and I mean, Dreisaitl's not the fastest guy on the ice either, so two more strides, and you're you're right alongside of him, you know? Right. I didn't, you know, I didn't really have much of a problem with the officiating tonight. I thought there was one play McDavid got away with. Uh, but besides that, I thought it was called pretty evenly. The problem was they just called everything. And that's, you know, that's an example of that one. The the first penalty that Aho drew where he could, you know, they call tripping. I'm just kind of like, well, I guess if you're going to call it that way all night, okay. But uh, a game like that doesn't benefit the hurricanes against the team like the Oilers. You know, it just, (laughs) it was just one of those things where you can't, you know, get on the plane tonight and be mad that the officials called penalties against you because I felt like they called it both ways. It's just one of those games where, you know, if this game is played 80% at, five on five i think there's a different result in the end yeah especially the the way um andre was playing what have your thoughts mm-hmm. been on jalen chatfield through four games he's been a stud i mean he looks fantastic i mean he's got a motor he, he'd never you know they've been raving about him since last year guys telling me you know within the team you know we really like this guy he fits exactly what we're doing and you know whoever's going to be opposite him on that third pairing, whether it's Dahan like tonight or Coughlin or even Ethan Bear. None of those guys skate particularly well. Ethan Bear can keep up a little better than the other two. Uh, but Chatfield, in in the same way Jacob Slavin does, makes up for a lot of mistakes for his partner. He does it with speed and just hustle, hustle, hustle. Uh, he's not going to score 40 points, but 
but he looks great. What a what a good little player. What a good little pickup. I cannot. I, I still. Yeah, I asked him about it. I said, you know, you kind of surprised. You never really got much of a shot in Vancouver because, you know, they their defense was in shambles at that point and right. still kind of is. And he was, you know, very diplomatic. He, you know, I don't want to, you know, I, I got my chance there, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, uh, how he can, he can play mm-hmm. on this defense that's pretty stacked and, and couldn't dent a Vancouver defense that I thought was pretty terrible is, is stunning. When they brought him up last year, and I think his first game might have been in Dallas. It's, it was it was on on a trip where they just they, they were decimated by either COVID or injury, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that at the very least he could skate, and speed, especially in today's NHL, if you don't have it, it's really hard to be an effective player it's on defense. It, you have to be so good in some other areas. You have to be a monster physically if you can't skate. And I think I have I've just Chatfield's speed just jumps to me. And, yeah, as you said, if he's playing next to Coughlin, they need somebody who can skate because he's kind of slow. Uh, DeHaan's, I think, a better skater than Coughlin is, but uh, he's up there in age, but he's also not incredibly fast. But mm-hmm. Chatfield makes up for a lot of it. Plus, he's got a little bite to his game. And he's not going to score 40 points, but I'll bet if he plays regularly as he as he has the first four, I bet he scores, I don't know, six or seven goals this year. He's got, he's got there's, there's, there's something there about him, right? They, like, they knew what they were doing when they, uh, when they re-signed him. They made him, I think they probably made him a priority, you know, yeah. among those, among those, on the fringe guys. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of us talked all preseason about how, you know, this wasn't a battle for the five, six and seven spot. It was a battle for the six and seven spots because Coglin had played so well, uh, early in the preseason. Uh, it turns out it was, it's actually Chatfield. Yep. Who's that? Who's that number five? And he's been, uh, uh, a pleasant, pleasant surprise, I think, for them. All right. Um, really, I mean, I'm not complaining over anything I saw. I thought they were uh, slow starts against Columbus, and um, the next game was against San Jose. I thought the slow starts in, in both of those games, but they were uh, significantly better the last two periods and much better than the two teams. They didn't, I mean, Edmonton is the first real team they played. I don't think they played a playoff team yet until uh, mm-hmm. until tonight. Uh, they were great, I thought, for all sixty against Seattle. So, um, I'm not what, just your thoughts overall on what we've seen for four games, and then we're going to say goodnight. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything to really be too too worried about. Uh, you know, I think there's still some stuff to be figured out on the Jordan Stall line. Uh, yeah, Rod did Rod did some shuffling today. I don't know that uh, that necessarily Jordan Martinuk is the answer to make that line get going like it went last year, but. Um, something's got to change there, and it kind of makes you wonder if Jack Drury gets straightened out in the AHL and, and, and has a good little week there or so. Does he get a chance maybe on that line? That's a possibility. You know, tonight they got going a little bit, uh, I saw it in the second half of the game, but tonight was a lot of, you know, uh, barely a two-line performance. Yeah. You know, the, the Ajo line didn't do a whole lot. That was, you know, he did his damage on the power play. So, um, you know, just kind of a weird game. And I think, you know, we're not going to know a whole lot about this team until they really play, 
you know, now we get another game on, on Saturday. So we're kind of, you know, we're going to gear up into that every other day kind of schedule. And I think that'll help to kind of figure out where things fit. But, um, yeah, you know, you, they, there needs to be a little more, a little more scoring at even strength, but Teravine and not going kind of solves things out a little bit on that, on that first line. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that, but I, I don't think any of us are concerned with how, how Tiago's season's going to go. I'm in no way concerned about Teravinen. It's just it's worth pointing out that he's just not been uh, not been very good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what really stood out. I think it was the game in San Jose. They had a power play early on where he had the puck taken from him three straight times in the first minute of the power play, and you're thinking, "Well, is is he is he drunk? <laughs> what's <laughs> what's going on?" I mean, I know he's not drunk, but. Uh, it just, it appeared that he was just not there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What'd you think of the reverse retro? I've seen a lot of shade on the reverse retro uh, jerseys that they'll wear whenever whenever they wear them. Um, what was your overall thought on that uniform? I think it's fine. I mean, every, the, the big gripes seem to be people saying this isn't retro it's from 2019 and i kind of say that's before the pandemic that's forever ago <laughs> so <laughs> that's a that's a lifetime ago it is. so yeah it, i think it's fine i mean god there's so many jerseys this year i said oh there's only one more to go and then i realized you know there's oh there's, the fifth one still has to come out of the stadium soon someone's like no right. there's actually six because there's the whalers jersey too so, right yeah uh so it's kind of an insane season for jerseys for them, but uh, you know, I guess we'll uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. But it, I mean, it's fine. It's you know, it's nice. I, it's the, just the nice. I always, what I always do is I I, I ask my my uh, my fifteen year old, "What do you think of these? Oh, they're cool." And that's how I know whether or not they're yeah. cool. They, these aren't these aren't for the forty five year old set like me. Uh, they're for the fifteen to twenty two set and. So I always ask him what he thinks, and that gives me a pretty good, pretty good barometer on if it's good or not. My my two favorites. First of all, I like the Canes jersey. I mean, it wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst. Um, there were a lot of bad in there. I mean, I didn't understand. The Devils didn't do anything. The Flyers didn't do anything. The Penguins didn't. I mean, most of those are like, well, you didn't do anything. Um, well, the Flyers. I, well, before you go further, the Flyers are going to wear Cooperall during warmups when they wear those. So that makes it totally worth it. And okay. I wish the Hurricanes would do that with the Whalers jerseys because they were the two teams that wore Cooperalls back in the day. So, oh, okay. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm all about that. <laughs> um, but I loved I loved the Panthers. Uh, mm-hmm. the, palm, the, best one. the palm tree was great. And I loved the Blues. The, uh, the yellow St. Louis Blues jersey I thought was just sweet. So... Um, I really like the uh, the sharks one. That's like the a nod to the seals, which I thought was really, uh, uh, you know, yeah. the old seals jerseys was a was a really really cool thing. And then uh, I didn't love it, but the you know the 
the stars going with the, I'm sorry, the wild going with the Minnesota North Stars uh-huh. colors is kind of cool, too. So. Yeah, they should have, why, why not just do a Minnesota, do the end with the star on it? I used to love, I used to collect um, hockey, uh, hockey pennants when I was a kid. I had every NHL team's pennant when I was a kid. There weren't that many NHL teams then, so you could do that. I thought you were going to say you collected hockey jerseys. I was going to ask you no. if you were in like some of the old Snoop Dogg videos. Oh, man. You used uh, to wear ho- all the old jerseys. Hockey jerseys are cool, though. You know what I wouldn't have done? I wouldn't have done what the Islanders did with the Gortons Fisherman. What a gross jersey. Why would you ever bring that back? My, my buddy in college had one of those with his name on it, and uh, he got it right after they, they came out with it, and it only lasted like two years. He was like, I can't believe I bought this, and now they went back to the old jersey. Just because they realized how awful it was. It was like a clown show. Anyway. The fish stick jersey. Gosh. Corey Lavalette, North State Journal, at Corey Lava on Twitter. Uh, thank you very much for staying up insanely late for me. Sure thing. Happy Friday. <laughs> it's right. It already is Friday. Yeah. I mean, but why, why, why are you getting bent out of shape over the Canes jersey? It's nice. It's red. It's retro. It's retro to 2019. It's reverse because it came into being in 2019 as the white jersey. So this is red. It's just kind of a, got a nice look. And they were, they're going to wear the black helmets and the black pants. And uh, as they put out on Twitter, this is why we did that a year ago. We're just kind of testing it out. It's okay. It looks cool. It's not amazing. It doesn't have to be amazing. Quick story I'll tell you before we have to say goodbye here on the uh, Kane's Corner podcast. That last year I was having a, was it last year or the year before, I was having a conversation with um, Tom Dundon, the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, and we were talking about uniforms. And because we were talking about the stadium series uniform that is coming out and uh, last year's reverse retro, which was the the silver or the gray, whatever it was, I didn't like it, uh, Whalers jersey. And, and he was like, yeah, why do we need all these? And I said to him, I said, do you watch the NBA? And he goes, yeah, watch. He goes, he actually almost bought the Minnesota Timberwolves at one point, or he tried to anyway. I don't know if he almost. Um, And uh, I said, well, for instance, do you know how many uniforms the Golden State Warriors have? And he goes, no. And he figured the number was like three or so. And I said, they've got like seven different uniforms. And they mix them up. And... He's like, why? I'm like, because they sell them. And like the light bulb went off. (laughs) And I believe that Tom Dundon would have 10 uniforms if they could. But for the most part, you're other than your two traditionals, home 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 and away, and your alternate, basically everything else has to be a one off. So you've got the reverse retro, that's a one-off. The Whalers uniform, which is a one-off. The Stadium Series, which is a one-off. So there are six uniforms for this season. Uh, I think the Stadium Series uniforms are nice. It's a black, it almost looks charcoal gray, but it is black, uh, with red numbers and a red Hurricanes crest. Hurricanes swirly eye, if you will. So it's cool. I didn't think there was a lot of great to the game. I thought the game was sloppy today. And maybe it's because I talked to the head coach too much, but I figured 
he would think the game was sloppy and that he didn't love it. And I don't blame him because it was sloppy. And Freddie Anderson gave one goal away and the shorthanded goal gave another one away. And to me, that's a little bit of not really understanding. Natchez wasn't going to be able to get back and Burns passed the, uh, who was it, McLeod off to, off to uh, Natchez and he couldn't get there. And uh, it ends up being a goal. And that's that's basically the ball game. But honestly, Carolina committed five penalties or they were called for five penalties, whatever. So this is three games in a row where five penalties a game. And they went to the box twice against Columbus, five times each in the last three games. And we can say bad calls or uh, ticky-tack calls, but five power plays allowed in three straight games. And I don't care how good your power play, your penalty kill is, you're going to give up goals. Especially when you give up power plays to the Edmonton Oilers. Don't do that to other teams. Good night. It's been fun. The Aluminum Company of North Carolina has everything you need for the exterior of your home. You want to make it more beautiful, more energy efficient, more dynamite. Siding, roofing, entry doors, storm doors, gutter helmets, you name it, they got it. Online, aluminumcompany.com. Thanks to them. Thanks to you. Thanks to Corey Lavalette, North State Journal. Follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a review. I don't care what you give us, but just let us know what you think. I hope you like it. I hope you've checked out the 25th anniversary. Whew. I hope you've checked out the 25th anniversary podcast. It's been fun to do. It's a lot of work. So if you could, give it, do a brother a solid and, uh, and at least check it out because I think it's fun. And uh, we just did two episodes on the 2002 team. And for my money, I'm not saying it's better than the 2006 team, okay? The 2006 team won the Stanley Cup. But the 2002 team was out of nowhere, and that team was special. Is a special team. They weren't great, but they played great. And it was the foundation and the core for 2006. So it was fun to do. Uh, two more episodes left, but uh, they're not long episodes. They're all coming right around 30 minutes, so... I think the last one might have been a little bit longer, but they come right in right around 30 minutes. So uh, you can binge, man. You could do it uh, in an afternoon while you're, I don't know, mowing the back 40 if you do that sort of thing. Uh, again, I'm Adam Gold. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast, morning after edition. See you after the Canes and the Flames on Saturday. Bye. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Hey, I want The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. When you need 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.